This is Clayton M. Coke for the Cashflow Show Extra in association with Podcast Radio Business. We're joined by Andy Collings, Chief Executive of Dale Carnegie Central England, and we're here to discuss Get People, Keep People, a Dale Carnegie and Director's Insight into Workplace Stress. Thank you for joining us, Andy. It's good to be here. Andy, please tell us more about your role at Dale Carnegie Central England. My role is a simple one. I manage the team. I manage the operations of our UK Central England office. And I have a team of amazing trainers who do all the work going out to visit our clients. So really, my role is to manage the business, manage the operations, and manage how we work with our other partners across the world. Really try and manage those relationships with our clients as well. Most people, anybody really, who's been involved in business will know the name Dale Carnegie. It comes up again and again and again and again. And it's been sort of over 100 years since that book was first published, if I remember rightly. Massive, massive, massive influence. With that in mind, a lot of people don't know much about the fact that Dale Carnegie does training. I didn't know this. Could you tell us a bit more about that and how that's come about? Yeah, more than happy to. The book, like you say, is a, is a legendary book. It's been in publication for just over 100 years now. It's influenced so many people. And one of the things that Dale Carnegie originally wanted to do was to support people in developing their communication skills, their personal presence, and presentation skills. So he developed a whole range of training courses. And here we are many years down the road today. And Dale Carnegie now works in 200 countries or 200 locations across the globe in many different languages. And we deliver the training across management development, personal effectiveness, communication skills, presentation skills. And when we look at the core principles that come from how to win friends and influence people, they've been fundamental to how we've built our training programs. And whether it's in business or in personal life, fundamentally helps people overcome the common challenges that we face when it comes to communication, managing people, and managing our own lives. It's a privilege to see it working across so many organizations globally, fundamentally changing people's behavior in their lives. What's interesting is that Dale Carnegie really was one of the first personal branding person, really, wasn't he? Yeah, massively. He, uh, he went on a personal journey himself. He talks about some wonderful stories in the, in the book as an early salesperson and looking at how he could help develop and grow people. And when you look at the organization now, there are obviously many training companies across the world. But I feel very much a passion that Dale Carnegie is kind of the daddy of them. He established so many principles that have now been used and adapted, built from other people, but really is the sort of granddaddy of it all. Fundamentally changed how we look at training and development from the early stages, and it's still applicable today as it was all those times ago. Now that Dale Carnegie is in the minds of our listeners now more about not just the book, but about training and empowering business people. Tell us about this upcoming half-day seminar, Get People, Keep People, which is obviously hosted by Dale Carnegie. And what's motivated that creation? Yeah, thank you. I think what's most uh, prevalent that I see in more and more businesses is stress from our senior leaders and stress in their teams. We talk about life as pre-COVID, post-COVID now. Yes, Stress has always been there, but I think even more now than ever. And so following many conversations with our clients, looking at some of the challenges that they were having, one of the things that they fundamentally ask us for a lot is how do I manage my own stress? How do I recognize it's coming? And how do I look for how to best support my teams, and the organization and the culture as a whole? But it's okay to say that I'm worried about things or I'm stressed. 
So we basically put a, a session together that allows us to have an amazing panel. We've got four um, executives on the panel who've all faced different reams of stress in their own life, as well as how they look after their own teams and the large cultural effects that that has. So we've got a, a great panel discussion, and then we're going to give people a flavor of Dale Carnegie's training, give them a live session to give them a, a real taste of what we do um, and some just great skills that they'll be able to take away. So it's, it's come from a conversation with clients that says, how can I better manage stress? How can I better understand it? What are other people talking about? And how can I experience some of what you offer in a, in a bite-sized taste that I can then take back to my teams? So that's where it's come from. I try to understand what are the driving factors behind this significant increase in workplace stress? Because a lot of people say, oh, he's off sick, you know, or she's off sick and they've gone off with stress. And as time goes on, there seems to be more and more of it. What could be the significant and driving factors for that? It's hard to put your finger on one thing. I think there's many things. Like the demands of businesses and individuals have increased. We ask far more of our people than I think we've done in the past from a personal perspective. And we ask more of our organizations. We want things to be done in a more cost-effective way, more productive, more efficient. And so I think generally we're just asking more of people. One of the other challenges that I've seen, and there's been many conversations about hybrid working and whether it works, doesn't work. Should I work in an office? Should I work from home? I think that has created its own stresses. Working from home for some people is an absolute dream. For other people, it's a nightmare. I think some people working in the office miss the interaction with their colleagues who are now working from home. We see so many times that people go into the office because they've been asked to on a team's call and they don't actually talk to anybody. And so we see stresses of how do I manage my work life? How do I manage balance in home life, work life, and those kind of stresses. I don't underestimate the current climate that we live in. You know, we live in troubled times. We yeah. live in economic difficult times. That creates its own stress. And you never quite know what your teams are facing in their personal lives. So I think a mixture of all of that creates a sort of boiling pot of things that you either can handle or can't handle or are quite sure who to go to to get support. I think as a nation and individuals are not great about talking about it. Indeed. And that's something that's coming out more and more as the opportunity to talk about things and share that it's okay to share some of the challenges that you have and actually there's help there. In your opinion, what are the key takeaways that attendees can expect from this session um, because a lot of people might think okay fair enough Dale Carnegie that's a trusted name they're talking about stress I'm under stress so that's, so that's two for two what can they expect to get as a result of turning up a number of things I don't underestimate the importance these days of just physically seeing people yes spending time with other humans and we're not staring at each other over a screen yeah so I think a very practical one is an opportunity to be in the room with other senior leaders who are facing the same challenges as you, opportunity to network, opportunity to discuss with peers, and just get that grounding from one another. Then understanding things from a senior leaders who've experienced challenges will resonate with some people, and they'll be able to put that into their own personal lives and into stories that resonate with them, some ideas and some tips that they can go away with. And then I think from our own sort of Dale Carnegie training, there are some invaluable tools about communication, personalize our communication with our teams, how do we improve our confidence. So there are some practical skills that people will go away with. And one of the things about our training is it's very high energy. So that people will not be sleeping over lunch. There'll be lots <laughs> of interaction and lots of opportunity to engage and feel present in the session. And lastly, just a, 
a nice lunch and an opportunity to look at some motorbikes if that's your thing. We've chosen a location that's a bit different. So again, that hopefully will entice some people as well. So I think it's a mixture of things, but fundamentally it's an opportunity to get out of the office, meet with some people that might have similar challenges to you, some tips that can help. Do you feel that the networking aspect of these meetings is really underestimated? The fact that you can just get in and talk to people who may be in completely different areas to you, but have had maybe a similar problem to you and how they dealt with that problem in their business. Yeah, I, I think we very much underestimated. I just think about sessions that I've been to just recently, just sitting on a table with half a dozen other people who are facing similar challenges to you. A, makes you feel that you're not um, isolated, that you're not some strange person because you're going through these difficulties. I think sharing ideas with other people who've been through similar problems, it just makes you feel like you're not alone. And I, I think we gauge ideas from one another as much as we do from the trainer or from other people who might be in the room. But I think I don't underestimate the power of just getting stories from other people that may have had similar challenges to you and learning from each other. So, yeah, I think it's a huge, huge opportunity. And I don't know if this is the same with all Dale Carnegie events. Is it that you always have this extra value add? Because I believe at this event that you're having, you, you're, you've got this National Motorcycle Museum tour. What, what's brought those two things together? Honestly, the, the Motorcycle Museum, we have a couple of clients who love motorbikes. <laughs> Fair enough. So, so part was to support them. The other was um, we wanted to find something a bit different, uh, just an opportunity for people to get out. If they love bikes, they can go and experience it. So we try and make things a bit, bit different. And so that's why we came up with the Motorcycle Museum. And they've been hugely supportive. And it's, it's a, an unusual but fun venue that we can work from. I think we're all used to going to hotels. Yes, yeah, true. And sitting in hotels. So we just wanted something that was a little bit different. Brilliant. Yeah, there's no there's no hidden story of a passion for Dale Carnegie loving motorbikes. Which we to there, it was just something a bit different. Obviously, this type of thing isn't the only, or this type of event isn't the only type of thing that Dale Carnegie does. Could you give our listeners a flavour of maybe one or two other things that they do? Yeah, for sure. So we have um, events that we run throughout the year that are short taster sessions, bite-sized insights into our training. And again, we pick on different topics throughout the year. Um, next year, we'll have four bite-sized sessions that people can sign up for, some of which are free, some of which are low cost. We also have programs that we run that we call public programs. So people can sign up for our training sessions on presentation skills, and they can go as an individual. We don't have to sign up the whole team, the whole organization. And then, of course, we run large in-house programs for clients. So what we try and do is engage with people in a number of ways. Sessions like this lunch session, taster sessions where people can get an idea of what we do and it's a very specific topic, or they can come along to one of our fuller training sessions as an individual. And then we also have a number of resources that people can... We have thought papers on all sorts of subjects. Our recent one's been on about generative AI, how that impacts us in the workplace. So lots of resources and lots of tools that people can access as well. Where can our Cashflow Show Extra and Podcast Radio business listeners go to for more information? So one of the um, key sources of information is our LinkedIn page. So we have Dale Carnegie Centre in England, and all the details are on there. On our dalecarnegie.co.uk website, there are details on there. Um, and uh, that's the main sources you can go to. Or people can email me and I'll send them the link. <laughs> 
Andy Collings, Chief Executive of Dell Carnegie Central England. Thank you for joining us on the Cashflow Show Extra podcast radio business. It's been my pleasure. Thank you very much. You're most welcome, sir.